Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg, and this is a podcast that's here to make your day-to-day better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show. In fact, something you hear on every show is going to do just that because we've been here making it better each and every week since 2013, three times a week. We're here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays and Wednesdays with a guest, Fridays with you. I'm Osher Ginsberg. I'm a podcaster. I'm a TV host. I'm uh, someone who occasionally wears extraordinary suits on television and screams, take it off at um, like a a gigantic eight foot tall blue bottle. Um, What else am I? Oh, I am uh, someone that is a a bathwater recycler because our son loves a bath and there's not a lot of rain at the moment. And so, look, our garden looks great because bathwater. <laughs> it's great. I have quite the plumbing set up. I'm, I'm a bit excited about it. It's pretty special. If you need me, it's super easy to find me. Send Osher email at gmail.com is my email address. We in Australia, I'm recording this in um, September 2023, and we in Australia are very close to having a referendum on uh, permanently enshrining a voice to parliament for um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. But there's a lot of crazy shit going on about the no campaign around the voice. So I kind of wanted to talk a bit about that because this week I came upon the answer to a very, very big question. And it's a question that I know that many people are asking. What does the no campaign around the voice to parliament have to do with Gold Coast water slides in the 1980s? I've been asking it myself. So I grew up in Brisbane and growing up there, there was a few stories that you heard through big brothers and sisters, or in my case, the the kind of mean big kids from up the street. And every time these stories were told, they were told with absolute truth in the eyes of the person who was telling them. You know, there was a few. There was there was the one about the dungeons underneath Indrapilly shops. Uh, there was the one about a dog called Zoom. And then there was the one about the kid that they knew who saw someone get sliced to ribbons because someone had put razor blades 
in the water slide at Grundy's in Surfers Paradise. Yeah, I heard it from the, the group of big kids up the road. There were uh, two guys and a girl, probably, I don't know, early teens. They're, they're pretty mean from what I remember, and I, I kind of think they got off on frightening me and my brother, even though we were quite little. I was only nine. Because they were the cool kids right up the street. We wanted to be like them. They had cool BMX bikes. They had cool hair. And so when they told us this story, we believed them because they said their cousin or their aunt's boyfriend or, or someone once removed absolutely swore it was true. They saw it happen. The story itself was horrifying. It was so scary, particularly because I was nine and water slides were the greatest thing in the world. And right there on Cavill Avenue in Surfers Paradise, across the road from the beach, right opposite the surf club, there was a place called Grundy's. It was kind of like a, a mini fun park built into the corner of a shopping center. And there were all the standard fun park rackets, you know, games that you, you pumped money into. And if you did well enough at these games, whatever they were, they would spit out tickets. So you, if you collected enough of these tickets, you could victoriously trade those tickets for a poorly made plush toy stuffed with microplastics. It was probably worth about 10% of the price of the games you had to play to win it. Uh, and look, honestly, it would explode the first time that you used it as a weapon in a fight with an elder sibling. But on the top floor of Grundy's, on the corner right next to Macca's, there was the Gold Coaster. It was a huge water slide at the top of a gigantic set of stairs that would leave you breathless at the top, were it not for the fact that it took ages to get to the top because those stairs always had about 200 kids on them waiting their turn to go on the water slide. It would have been 201 kids, but I was absolutely too terrified to ever risk going on those water slides. There was no way. I wanted to have my femoral artery sliced open by a razor blade, which the big kids up the street had been told uh, was stuck on the side of the slide with a piece of chewing gum. Oh, no, no, no. I was not having that. Not at all. In fact, for about 10 years, <laughs> yeah, easy, I never went on a water slide without first checking to see if the kid who went in front of me had splashed down alive before I jumped in. Now, a couple of years back, there was a really interesting article. Uh, Chris Shearer, a journalist who uh, works for Vice at the time, wrote a brilliant article on this urban legend, uh, which terrified kids in Queensland like me for years and years. And despite his deepest journalistic digging that involved state libraries, involved microfiche, involved all kinds of things, Chris could find absolutely no conclusive proof that any of this ever actually happened. So what does this made-up story about a water slide on the Gold Coast have to do with the No campaign around the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice to parliament? Because the very same tactics are, are currently being used to manipulate people around this referendum. Because folklore or urban myths, they spread through a community quickly because they have this deep emotional impact. The stories, they play particularly on our sense of community and the values that our community has in common. Now, if the story is rather graphic or visceral, it's even more powerful in modifying behavior, isn't it? Now, as a kid, 
I could feel the horror of a razor blade slicing through my leg or my hand or, you know, watching the blood pour out into the water all around me and, and feel the shock and the pain all amid the sunblock and the chlorine and the noise of the street and the smell of the beach. I only needed to hear that story once and I was done. With the No campaign really pushing fear, You've probably seen things. You've probably even heard people that you know breathlessly trying to warn you about the threats to things that we hold sacred in our community, in our home, uh, even like our taxpayer dollars. Like the Waterside story, absolutely none of those things are true. And it doesn't take much to see that the claims of the No campaign, they just don't stand up under scrutiny. Whether it's the one about the UN, Uh, the World Bank, or even the one about having to pay rent on the home that I already own, these stories, as frightful and emotive and shocking as they are, they have absolutely no evidence to back them up. Or worse, they have a little bit here and a little bit there and then stitched together to fabricate something else entirely. And if scrutinised, the justification just keeps going up and up the chain, always apparently pointing towards a higher and higher cabal of people controlling everyone. And similarly to the anti-science propaganda, they eventually, these arguments eventually require circular logic to hold the claims together. Um, For example, uh, the mainstream media is pushing division because they're getting paid by the UN, but you're never going to hear about this on the mainstream media because they're getting paid by the UN. When you encounter misinformation about the voice referendum, it's really no different to being told a terrifying story about razor blades on a water slide. It's a horrifying story. And even though it's not true at all, and as far as we can tell, never, ever happened, the story's enough to stop kids like me wanting to ever go on a water slide. In fact, those stories were enough to shut down an entire water park in another state when a version of the Grundy story eventually forced the closure of a water park in Western Sydney. It was a water park called, uh, it was called the Waterworks at Mount Druitt in Western Sydney. Because once the razor blade story spread through the area, despite that story being completely untrue, It played so perfectly, not only upon the fears of the kids, but also the fears of the parents who were just trying to have fun with their family on a stinking hot Western Sydney summer's day. But they're now so viscerally imagining their beloved children getting sliced and diced that people just stopped showing up to these water slides and the water park at Mount Druitt went out of business. Didn't take long. But the thing is, those people, they're still stinking hot. But because of some imagined scary story, they have self-selected themselves out of the best solution that they had available for the very problem that they faced by believing a scary made-up story. Now, not only are they still bloody hot, they're bloody hot, they're scared, and they now even trust their neighbours a whole lot less. It's a terrible result for everybody. So as we charge towards October the 14th, I guess have a think. Are you voting with kindness? Are you voting with confidence? Are you voting with the powerful belief that we as a country can actually figure out any problem that we face? Or have you heard a scary story? And are you voting with fear? 
I mean, it's okay to feel afraid of these stories. They're designed to be bloody scary. But scary stories are just that. They're stories. But they feel real. And because they feel real, we can actually play a trick on ourselves and reverse engineer facts to fit the feelings that we're having. We can do that or we can just sit with that feeling for a second and think the story through. Okay. Because there's no actual way a piece of chewy could possibly withstand the water pressure of a water slide, let alone anyone stopping the water slide long enough to stick anything on the slide before they were cleaned up by the next kid that the lifeguard sent flying down behind them and the one after that and the one after that and the one after that. If there were, the newspaper reports and the victim names would be all over the press. And no, Big Water Slide isn't covering up this story, okay? It just never happened. Any scary story like the ones that we see about The Voice, it just needs a teeny tiny thread to start to pull out and the whole thing just falls apart. So if, if you're worried about the voice referendum or you're speaking with someone who's worried about the voice referendum, it's okay that they're worried. I'd be worried too if all I heard were those frightening things about paying rent to my house and being denied access to the beach and whatever other stuff is coming up. It's not, none of it's true. I guess particularly if the story requires your intense emotional response to fill the gap where proof or facts or research would otherwise convince you, and I'm sorry to say that it's not true and sadly you're probably being manipulated. We are a kind country. We look after each other. Our country believes in a fair go. And we are most definitely not the kind of people who would let the mean kids from up the road scare us into not doing something fun like going down the water slide or in this case, vote to take our country one step closer to a better future together. I think that's all I had to say about that. Thanks for listening. I'll be back here on Monday. If you need me, send us your email at gmail.com. If you find yourself on a water slide this weekend, have a freaking great time. I love water slides. Thank you, Andy. Andy Mark cut this together. Cheers, buddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.